Welcome to the Principles of Success, Interviewing the Experts, and today's book review is The Ten Commandments of Business Failure. So this is a really good book. Uh, it was written by one of the CEOs of Coca-Cola way back when. He's one of the guys responsible for making Coca-Cola as big as it is. And as you all know, Coca-Cola is pretty big. So he kind of had the attitude of he can't guarantee success, but if you do any of these 10 commandments, he can almost guarantee that you will fail. So the first commandment is quit taking risks. When you're comfortable in your position, you don't want to take risks. Uh, one constant for business is change. Everything's changing all the time, and you have to constantly be taking risks and growing and adapting and preparing for the future that you if you don't do that you're going to get basically old and rigid and your business is going to collapse. Gary Vee likes to phrase it as put yourself out of business before your competition does. If you're not constantly innovating and taking new risks you're not going to have success. Same thing goes for in personal life. If you're not going to take that risk for anything then you're not going to be successful. The second commandment is to be inflexible. Already touched on a little bit with the rigidness, but when you refuse to change and what you have done in the past is no longer working, you're going to fail. Same thing for if you've been doing something and it hasn't been working. You have to try new tactics. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for a different result. In terms of marketing, you come up with this marketing campaign and it works great and you get lots of people to click on your ad and come through and then over time it slowly stops working as well. You don't keep putting money into the no longer working marketing campaign, you have to create a new one. And this can be things that of like changing platforms. For instance, one time everybody was so excited to get an email when it was brand new. That if you put opened up, if you did an email campaign, people would open that up like crazy, and then a lot of them would read it and see it. Nowadays, most people don't even bother checking a lot of, don't even bother reading a lot of the email they get because you just get hundreds and hundreds of email. So if you don't change your tactics and you try staying the same as what you've always done, then you're going to fail. The third commandment of business failure is isolating yourself. Pe people who cut themselves off from feedback, this is more of a feedback thing, you will inevitably fail. When CEOs surround themselves with yes men, um, for those of you who don't know, a yes man is just somebody who will agree with ever, whatever the crap you say. If you don't have people who will say, no, that's a stupid idea, then you're going to try and implement stupid ideas and they're going to fail. You need people to give you feedback on. Now, that doesn't mean you need to listen to everybody. You listen to the feedback and make judgment calls. If the person who's giving you the feedback is just negative and thinks that nothing is possible, well then maybe take that feedback with a grain of salt. If you don't understand your customers, if you don't 
understand your competitors, if you don't understand switching from the book, to if you don't understand your spouse and your children, if you don't understand what the market is currently doing, then you are going to fail. The fourth business, the fourth, the fourth commandment of business failure is assuming you're infallible. Um, infallible means that you cannot fail. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have lots of failures. But if you assume that you're not going to make any mistakes and you don't plan for the inevitable when you make mistakes, then you're not going to have an easy time getting back up. And if you don't take accountability for when you make the mistakes, if you finger point and say, it's not my fault that things got messed up, it's their fault, well, then you're still going to fail and things aren't going to go good. So you need to be ready to take action when you have setbacks, when you make mistakes, when you fail. Otherwise, you are going to fail hard. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible, because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The fifth commandment is when you play the game too close to the foul line. Basically, what this commandment is, is a matter of trust. Who do you trust? And if you don't trust anybody, you're not going to get anywhere. In business and in life, business is all about teamwork. Life's all about teamwork. If you don't trust your employees, then you're going to have problems. If you don't trust your managers, you're going to have problems. If you don't trust your partners, you're going to have problems. If you don't trust your clients, you're going to have problems. However, it's not saying bless, bless, what the heck is bless? It's not saying trust blatantly. You need to make your judgment calls, but if you are suspicious and don't trust anybody, you're not going to make any progress going back to the taking the risk. You have to take a risk on people. People, yes, some people will screw you over, but if you don't trust anybody, you can't trust them to get the work done. You can't, you'll micromanage people and people hate when somebody is constantly harassing them about every little thing. If you trust them, let them do let them do their thing. And if you don't trust them, find somebody who you can trust. Number six, you don't take time to think. If you want to fail, don't take time to think. There's been so many business failures out there that if people had stopped to think about the consequences of their decisions, then they wouldn't have failed. There's confirmation bias, greed, fear, groupthink. Groupthink is when you are you and your friends all think the same idea and don't take time to question the thought. A prime example of groupthink messing up success is when everybody's panicking in the stock market, they pull their money out when it's on the lows, and if they had just left their money alone, they would have rebounded real quick. We just saw another prime example of this last year when the stock market took a temporary dip. Lots of people panicked and pulled their money out, and if they had left their money back if they had left their money in, everything would have been fine. 
So you need to make sure you take time to think. Think through your plans, think through change, think, just think. If you don't take time to think, you're going to fail. Number seven, put all of your faith in experts and outside consultants. Experts and consultants have their role. Experts are really useful. But if you don't question the experts, if you don't question the advice that you're getting, then you are just blindly following, and if they are wrong, you are going to fail. When, so I like arguing with people. Uh, it's, it's just something that I find interesting because I get to flex my intellectual muscles, so to speak. Mainly I like arguing with people online when they make comments on stuff. So I like arguing with trolls. But the thing that I always find super interesting is they will state something and they'll say, well, according to scientists or blah, 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 this is bad. I'm like, do you have any idea why it's bad? And they can never answer that. Whereas I generally don't like to open my mouth unless I've done extensive research on a subject. So I'll be like, yes, they did say that 40 years ago. And this is why that information is incorrect now. If you don't know the whys behind what the experts are telling you, then you might put yourself into a position that can cause you to fail. So don't put all your faith in the experts. Don't just assume that they know what they're talking about. Becoming an expertise on a subject is actually really simple. Um, I've heard several different quotes for it, but one example of it being super easy is it if you read six books on a subject, you have more expertise on that subject than 99% of the people in the world. Now, you don't have the same level of expertise as somebody who's been studying that for years, but you have an expertise on that subject compared to most people. And experts and consultants have a vested interest in short-term goals. They want to get those short-term metrics to look good so that way you pay them so that way they can get out of there. They don't care if it eventually is bad for your business or not. They just want their paycheck. Now, some of them might care and some of them will genu most of them will genuinely try and help you, but your long-term goals are not what gets them paid. It's your short-term goals that gets them paid. And we're just going to move on now cuz I rambled on this one for a little bit. So, number 8 is you love your bureaucracy. Bureaucracy sucks. But for some reason, people love bureaucracy. Unless your bureaucracy, unless your committees or your chains of hierarchy directly help to either creating or serving customers, then it most likely is bottlenecking your business. The more bureaucracy there is, and the more arrogant the bureaucracy is, the less efficient you, your business operates, and the less likely you are to succeed. Same thing goes for government. When you have a big bloated bureaucracy, one, it's a giant drain on the tax biller's dollar, but two, there's a lot of chance for corruption and the ability to disappear in the paperwork. There's one story I heard of a guy getting fired from his bureauc it was a job in the government, I don't remember what, but he got fired on his 30th year when somebody 
went down to his office and found out he hadn't been there in five years. The guy had been working there for 30 years, but he hadn't worked for a minimum of five years, and who knows how much slacking off he had done before that. So the more bureaucracy that there is, the more things get lost in the paperwork. And when things are inefficient and lost and there's corruption, you're going to fail. Simple as that. The next commandment is number nine, and it is sending mixed messages. When you sending, and this is a quote, sending mixed or confused messages to your employees or your customers will jeopardize your competitive position and result in failure. You need to focus on the right things. This partly has to do with your niche. I'm talking about success here. But if next week's episode suddenly was me talking about this really cool video game that I've been playing, then a lot of you would be like, what is this fool doing wasting my time? You need to make sure that your message is clear. You need to make sure that people understand what you are trying to say. For instance, I have a book. It's a fantasy book. If I told people to go rent it from the library, there'd be a lot of confusion because it's not available in any library that I'm aware of. But if I told you to go to Amazon to buy it, that's a little more clear and concise and something that people can do. By the way, this was just an analogy, but since I'm on the subject, I wrote a book called Gemini. It's a fantasy book. And if you would be interested in reading it, you can go to my website at nathandickison.com. N-A-T-H-A-N-D-I-C-K-E-S-O-N or you can just go to my Amazon page and it is Gemini, the beginning of the end. At beginning of the end. Go check it out. Anyway, mixed messages. Sending mixed messages, not being clear on what you want your customer to do, will cause problems. The tenth commandment is to be afraid of the future. The world will always change. Things are constantly going to develop and new technologies and new cultural things will shift and human behavior patterns shift. And if you were back in the day, had a business making carts for horses for or buggies for horses, I'm not even sure of the ver verbiage for it. So that way people could ride around. You might have been in trouble. If you had laughed at this weird thing called the automobile and it's like it spews out black smoke why would you ever want to drive it it goes slower than the horse and now we have cars that go really really fast so you need to be paying attention to the future and not in this book but this one guy talked about i don't even remember which book it was but this one guy talked about how he was in the vhr um, space and then he realized that DVDs were coming out so he sold all of his VHR company and stocks and all of that and started to invest in this new tech that new tech came about and he developed it and then he eventually cut loose of that to develop into mp3 stuff so don't be afraid of the future the future is constantly changing and you need to be prepared for it otherwise you will fail and then the 11th commandment, which is the last commandment, is if you lose passion for your work, you are going to fail. I feel like inevitably, this is the number one reason for business failure. A lack of money, a lack of 
customers, a lack of being able to sell, and a lack of employees to produce the, the stuff, the resources needed to produce if you're in a production field. All of that puts a major strain on the business and can cause the business to collapse. But the business never really fails. You never really fail until you give up. You can be failing and you can be crashing and you can be having a hard time and struggling, but you have only failed once you give up. Now, all those problems can are very effective at making you lose your passion for the work that you're doing, but it's when the passion is lost, when you don't care anymore, when you just want to be done, is when the business fails. And this goes for life too. When you don't care anymore, you have failed at life. So make sure to keep the passion alive, keep working at it, and with that, I think I will end it here for this week. This was the book, The Ten Commandments of Business Failure. Go check it out. It's a great book. I will see you all next week.